0: Alrighty, folks. This podcast is pretty damn special, if you ask me. I've got Bob Gill on the line. This was actually recorded live. What I was going here for was a call-in show. Now, the call-in show will be back, and I plan to do another one of these shows. I actually wasn't going to put this recording up, but people requested it. You guys love Bob Gill, as do I. He is my, I'd say my, my sensei. He's the guy who really taught me the most what I know on, on nutrition supplements and how I think about those things. And probably the person who ha- who's had the most significant impact on me as it relates to the field of nutrition and supplementation and also how it relates to the human body. Obviously, uh, you know Bob taught me muscle testing many, many, many years ago and I've gone on to bring Bob out numerous times he's a dear friend of mine he's a mentor and uh the sensei I would say for me personally and you know I was fortunate enough in June to bring him out for Wolfpack and we filmed a twenty two hour course again this is the call in show with Bob I do apologize in advance I wasn't originally going to put this audio file up but just due to the requests everyone wanted Bob we do get through a couple of questions. Uh, Just do note, don't be too harsh on this podcast and rate us for, you know, dropping in and out. There was a problem with Bob's speaker, as you'll see on this podcast. But as I said, Bob does get through some pretty cool questions and we do get through some pretty cool content. And really, he does take some really interesting questions and has probably an answer that you weren't expecting. So hope you really enjoy this. Do stay tuned to future episodes and to future call-in shows with Bob. Enjoy this one and leave a review, hopefully a five-star one on iTunes, but hopefully don't rate us too harshly on this one. As I said, it does drop in and out, um, but yeah, just due to the demand, we thought we'd put it up anyway to keep all of our listeners happy. Train hard and take care.
1: That's a, that's a vague question. Can you hear me? Yeah, 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 I can. Yeah,
0: just, yeah.
1: Because... There's so many new supplements, and the truth of a lot of the new supplements out there, it's just somebody trying to make money. Um, you know how I work. Uh, I would say, I just, I stick to the basics. I, you know, if a new product comes out, I try it, but I don't, I never see a new product come out on the market that works as great as it's advertised. Never, has never seen it, has never, I just don't. I see some efficacy with these new products working a little bit, uh, getting some of the results. People say, you know, I, I stick to the basic biochemistry. I, I really do. Um, I honestly can't say that there's any new products. I've I've gotten them all through my place. Uh, I use a little bit more ashwagandha than I used to. Uh, I use a little bit more carnosine than I use. What, what
0: do you use? The, the, you you said car- carnosine or uh, carnitine? Carnicine. And what do you use the um, carnitine yeah. so these days?
1: Actually, I'm finding carnitine to be really useful for things like glaucoma. Right. Uh, uh, and those types of things. Uh, a lot of eye stuff. Some gut stuff. Uh, I'm using a lot more pygeum for cancers. The herb pygeum um, for certain cancers, it seems to really help with the uh, proliferation of uh, tumor cells. Right, I've never heard of that one. What what is that one? Pygeum, P-Y-G-E-U-M. And and what is what so, is that one? What does it do? It when I did the research, it, it you know it's, it's used a lot for prostate cancer, but. When I looked at how and how it blocks the replication of tumor cells, it, it, it seems to be helpful for other cancers as well. And not all cancers because they all proliferate differently, but it's useful for um, – it seems to be useful for prostate cancer in particular. But I've, I've, I'm using it with some success with somebody now with uh, – well, it actually started with uh, colon cancer, right. um, with uh, intestinal or stomach cancer. And was that one you you just just, stumbled
0: across or like is this something that – like how did you get onto this this herb?
1: Well, I saw it in some formulas and I tested it on some people directly and it tested really good so I did the research into why it's helpful, how it's helpful, the actual research. You know what I mean? Mm. There's a lot of – you can be as a um, – like a lot of things are useful, but nobody knows why they're useful, you know, so they come up with these kind of esoteric reasons as to why they're helpful. This, actually, you can go into PubMed, you can go into the Journals of American Medicine, and you can see the actual um, receptor sites in which this works specifically on for the proliferation of cancer cells.
0: Right, right. So it hasn't been used from the sounds of things. It's not a very common thing to have used. no. no. So this is kind no. of a, a new development, but you're finding it very, uh, very helpful. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. right. Have you, have you had any other, I suppose, breakthroughs or, or insights into? Because I know you get a lot of different clients from, you know, basically for those who don't know, Bob gets usually what the sickest of the sick and the people who a lot of the time have been given up on from uh, either other practitioners. So you see a, you know, a huge array of people. Would that be fair to say? Uh, we're on a good run, and uh, I think it's just dropped out.
1: Yeah, I don't. Uh, can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't specialize, and I, and you know, and people will often ask me, "Well, what do you do for this disease or that disease?" I don't even look at the disease; I look at the person. So when I get people in, I'm just looking at, you know, okay, if somebody's got a diagnosed disease, why do they have that disease? Uh, when you look at how people get sick, I don't care if it's cancers. I don't care. I don't care what it is. You can look at the pathogenesis of, of cancer disease, and they know that its specific receptor sites are interfered with by a virus that led to a mutation, which now caused the cancer. Do you understand what I'm yeah. saying? So, so,
0: in, is the immune system something that we should all be focusing on 24/7, three, Always. Sorry. Always,
1: yeah. Always. Mm. Always immune system but with that also it's it's like how does the immune system get interfered with why why does this person get cancer from a pathogen that's a common pathogen this person doesn't why does this person get you know uh bothersome from heavy metals and this person doesn't we're all different in that respect and that's what i look for when i'm I'm looking for these things so um uh, a good for instance is um i had a person come in just today And you know, I've been dealing with some things for a while, and it's and and finally really like looked deep into it, and uh, I would assess it as almost basically a hypopituitarism, but it was based on heavy metals. Um, I had another person come in here at the age forty something had his first seizure, you know, never had seizures before, and. Um, So we worked on some things. We cleared up a bunch of stuff, and I I looked at him today, and he said, you know, he's doing so well. His doctors can't believe he's doing so well. hasn't had another seizure. Everything's going on. So I I looked at it, and I went just as deep as I could, and it was related to a virus. Wow. Okay? Uh, But not a virus that's causing an infection. It's not like he's got Ebola, or it's a very common virus. It's in his system, but it's raising havoc with his um, nervous system. So okay, so how do we reset that? How do we get how do we reset the genetics? How do we reset the impulses? How do we reset the immune system? To keep this virus in check. Because by the time you're fifty, you've got ten times as many viruses, funguses, and bacteria living in your body as you do cells. Well, wow. So you're predominantly a pathogen. But most of them are kept in check. Most of them don't do a whole lot. They they're just there. In fact, eight percent of our DNA is viral. Wow. So so that's that's just where I go to with, with the testing I do when I'm looking at these people. Because they've already been to ten or fifteen doctors or whatever and are on five or six or eight or twelve medications, they're not feeling better, they're not getting anywhere, they're still failing. So I've got to go beyond that. So the, so so for me.
0: Um has a question that uh she's just put in. She said Constant bladder urges any thoughts on supplements to test. I've gone through basics and many help detox the liver. I've found CoQ enzyme 10, EC, etc, currently taking over twenty minutes to uh, empty bladder. Maybe herbs need to hand, need to get a handle on it while waiting for the test results. Any thoughts on that one, Bob? Just uh, unmute yourself and mute um, and uh, see if we can get it, get it online.
1: The show's gonna wear my mouse out. You know that, right? <laughs> um, so it, it depends. It could be the nervous system. It could be interstitial.
0: Surgery. Yeah, we might do five more minutes of the show, then call it quits if it keeps it keeps up this. Uh,
1: this... <laughs> so, so can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so if it's interstitial cystitis, what's causing the interstitial cystitis? So again, it's it's not a quick question, but if it's just urges, it could be try just straight an slow down the impulses. If that's it, it's neurological overfiring. Okay. Um, quite honestly, try try an antihistamine, and if they say it's better with an antihistamine, it's interstitial cystitis, and she's got a, a histamine response that's causing inflammation in her bladder.
0: What would be um, What would be an antihistamine that you would use?
1: I would go with an over the counter.
0: So over the counter, I got that they were were cheap. Sorry, it's for her ASD son. was the the follow-up on that?
1: Uh, For her what?
0: I think autistic spectrum disorder son.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, it flashes up on my side and it goes away really quick. It doesn't stay up. Uh. So it just flashes and goes, okay, well, then that's a little trickier. Then I would try – so the problem with – and depending on how far they are on the spectrum – Again, please don't ask questions about autistic children because their biochemistry is nothing like anybody else's. They're hyposensitive, hypersensitive, hypomethylation, hypermethylation, and they're the full gamut of everything. You can try a little bit, tiny, tiny bits of an inositol to start and see where that gets you. Hmm? Yeah. Perfect
0: example. Don't she wrote that's why she's asking after you said uh you know it's it's for for her son
1: so you know how i always say there's no one thing that fits in equally with everybody yeah we're all different okay autistic people are multiply that by 50 fold Mm. you know it's just yep yeah there's no definite answer you can give for autism uh, anywhere on the spectrum, but I would try that. I've had some autistic, you know, mildly on the spectrum, give them an acetal, calms the nervous system down. They can control it. The urges go away. Um, I had one autistic child who would have accidents at night while he was sleeping, uh, both um, bowel and urinary, and just gave him some an and it changed everything around. Cas has arrived.
0: Kaz, Kaz, unmute yourself and jump on the line and um, ask a question, Mr. Kaz.' I'd love to have you on. and uh, far, far away. let's get you unmuted. You just have to click anyone who wants to ask a question, so Beck, Kaz, Wendy, anyone else. If you want to ask a question, what you need to do is uh, go to the microphone button and unmute yourself and uh, we can get you chatting on the on the line so let's see if i can get kaz on i'm not sure if i've only got a mute option for kaz kaz needs to to unmute himself so while kaz does that or otherwise kaz just simply put something in the chat but while kaz does that bob it seems to me that and this might be kind of a, a broad question which it obviously is but it seems to me a lot of uh, potential or I suppose, issues that people will have will start in, in the gut and the immune system. So, I mean, is, if you've seen over the years, like, I don't know if there's a percentage, say 80, 20, if we focus on making sure someone's gut is healthy, if you make sure you focus on someone's immune system is strong, do you think that we can, sub- uh, so suppose, uh, dodge any issues that are either genetic, viral, or otherwise that are going to come down the track because it seems that a lot of issues come from either compromised gut, leaky gut, or an immune system that is on overdrive. What, what thoughts do you have on that? I'm just you to unmute yourself and mute yourself back on. Um,
1: I would say that you're, you're, you're close, but it's a little bit more complicated than that. So when you look at the human body and how we get sick and, and how things happen is – We have our internal environment which we're born with that's our biochemistry and our genetics okay so aside from that there's only three things externally that can cause disease and make us sick okay pathogens toxins and stress so what i would add to that is the detox pathways in the nervous system okay so it kind of goes to that pyramid of uh Uh, we kind of talk about, you know, for health is like you've got your rest, relaxation, your diet, your exercise, um, and then throw in the immune system. So the dichotomy of of holistic health is you have this triangle of your immune system or or your, your nervous system, your immune system, and your endocrine system, and how they have checks and balances and overrides over each other to keep everything in check and maintain genetics. In the same token, genetics overlooks all of those to make sure that they're functioning correctly. So it's, 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 yes, what you're saying is true, but it's only about 50% of the picture. And when you look at leaky gut as a disease, leaky gut's a system.
0: So we're just getting some interference. Um, you're saying leaky gut is a system? Symptom. Symptom.
1: Right. So if somebody's got leaky gut, why do they have leaky gut? So if you're just worried about fixing a leaky gut and you don't know what caused it, Okay, and you're not getting rid of whatever caused it. You're just going to constantly keep repairing leaky gut. Yeah, they'll feel a little better. They'll get a little healthier. Their joint swelling will go down. Brain fog will go away. But the second you get them off that protocol for leaky gut, it's just going to creep back because you haven't removed the gluten. You haven't removed the um, fluoride. You haven't removed the stress. As you know, stress can cause a leaky gut. So if somebody runs high cortisol, Let's say somebody's a Type A person, runs high cortisol. Major family members incredibly sick, and they love to run marathons. You can almost guarantee they got a leaky gut, and that's what's making them sick. But you have all these causes that you you have to put in check. Mm. You have to tell them stop running the marathons, get your life in order, give them something to calm down the nervous system, then repair the leaky gut. Otherwise, you're just you're just chasing a dead horse. Yeah. So, you what it
0: yeah, I understand completely. So to review, you've got the, the, the yes, gut and immune system are absolutely tremendously important. But to add to that, you, you put stress, pathogens, and toxicity. So toxicity meaning you could have an underlying issue with toxicity. So detoxification can be thrown off, which can also tie into the gut, because if the gut isn't able to you know eliminate uh, basically pathogens or you're not having regular bowel movements, that's going to throw another level of i suppose complexity to people's issues and then stress stress can tie in with both the gut and the immune system because if people's uh, are highly stressed and running high cortisol that's going to affect the gut both digestively but also uh, from the immune system the immune system is going to be i mean can you can you just probably touch on that a little bit i know Doug, dougie you've just arrived on the line dougie if you want to unmute yourself you're quite welcome to if you want to speak to my, myself or, uh, or Bob. You can ask us a question. Um, but yeah, I mean, can, can you talk more about that? The, 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 the link between uh, the immune system and highly elevated stress. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yep.
1: Okay. So so just think of it when you have, you know, uh, stress and immunity, when you have elevated cortisol, DHEA drops down, okay? When DHEA drops down, your immune system takes a hit. Okay, and you can get Th1, uh, Th1, Th2 flips where you have you can lean towards autoimmune, you can lean towards suppressed auto uh, to an um, suppressed immune system. So you get dysfunction, immune dysfunction. Digestion shuts down because one of the jobs of cortisol is to shut digestion down so it can put blood flow into other parts of the body, the peripheral uh, muscles. Okay, your nerve. Yep. Okay, so your nervous system gets altered, and it's going to directly affect detox pathways. So. If you have a – let's say you have a potential. Let's say you run low glutathione to start with, and then now you put yourself through an incredible amount of stress. You can alter your detox pathways even more. So it's going to take anything you have a potential for, and it's going to make it worse. It's like eating gluten. It might not cause a disease, but if you have a – we're good? Okay. So when you you look at that whole hypothalamus pituitary adrenal access and how it affects so many systems across the board –
0: so what that says to me is we need to find a new platform to, to do these calls. The first one is always a little bit rocky, but we will find a new platform and uh, we will have this show back up and running better than ever. ever. Bobby, are you, are you, are you, uh, Dougie asked the question how to unmute himself. Uh, Dougie, I've just sent you an unmute request. You can unmute yourself, come on the line and, and ask the question. Um, there's just a little audio button, a microphone button, that says uh, you just have to basically click the un- audio button and then you know basically unmute yourself and send an. Un- I've already sent the unmute request. So, Bob, you, I don't think you're there. Bob, are you there? No, no, he's not. No, he, he's, he's not there. He needs to unmute himself as well. I'm here. Yeah. So maybe we'll do five more minutes, Bob, and then wrap it up. Um, yeah. What, what was that last point that you were saying? You hear me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Don't say
1: another word. All right. So basically stress can affect any aspect of immunity – Central nervous system, detox, and gut health across the board. Did you get that?
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Okay. So, in saying that, uh, you know, if we if we look at the main things, what what are some? Gen- I know I know you don't like the, these type of questions, but I'm going to ask it anyway, just for the, the the benefit of the listeners and to see how you think. But if we've got these, you know, if we've got gut immune system, if we've got stress. Uh, potential pathogens, and we 've got toxicity, and you know these five factors we 're always combating you know basically simultaneously in all at the si- same time it 's very hard to give any one of these factors priority, but what what are what some i suppose go tos that uh, I suppose can bulletproof someone 's health and and make us function uh, better and, and you know just keep us on the right path, so to speak what are some some tips i suppose, or things that you use on a regular basis?
1: Really good bourbon,
0: <laughs> and, and and wine. I'm guessing as well. Sorry, it just um it just uh, it it, it uh, dropped out again. Yeah, yeah. Now I can.
1: Okay, so with a situation like that, the very first thing you, you you probably should work on is is the nervous system. Get them calmed down. Try to get the stress calmed down. Um, try to get them sleeping. Get them so that they're at least rational so you can start working on the other things. And I, and I see that a lot. I, I Probably four or five people with just within the last six months came into me just beyond type A, hyper-anxious, hyper just, oh, this person says I have this, this person says I have that, and I got this, and I can't sleep, and I'm all over the place – and I want you to treat me for limes because that person says I have limes, but this person says I have Epstein Barr, and this person says, "Oh, I just have I have uh, thyroiditis." And you know, and you got to treat them all. And the very first thing I go for is the nervous system. I get them to calm down. And if I and if they argue with me or they can't do that, I tell them that I can't help them because you came to me for my advice. If you can't take my advice and work with me, then I can't work with you. And then you should go have one of these other people treat you. So. It's- Definitely in a situation like that, it's you got. To, if you don't get the stress down, if you don't get the nervous system down, it doesn't matter what you do for the rest of them. It just doesn't. So, and that's that's where it is. Um, and then you and then you have to take it apart from there.
0: All right. So we we've, we've lost Bob again. We might just do one more question, folks. See if Bob can do it. Uh, Kaz, Kaz, just so you go, there's some people in the chat going, Kaz, Kaz. Uh, I thought Kaz, my apologies, Kaz. Uh, you, you, I thought you were one of my uh, great trainers, Kaz, Karamira, uh Gill, who works at Enterprise Fitness. He's one of our our trainers there. I thought it was Kaz because Kaz did say he was going to jump on the line. My apologies, Kaz. If you have a question, uh, you know, you you call in. But there was one question that we got. From Dougie, he typed in, he said, Bob, do you have any biohacks to recovering from a hamstring tear? Now, I'm guessing if I just pre-frame Bob's answer while he unmutes himself and mutes himself uh, to get back on the line, I'm guessing he's going to recommend you uh, uh, proteolytic enzymes, Bob.
1: Yeah, exactly. High doses proteolytic enzymes to start with. And then some of the things you got to look at is um, possibly some collagen fibers to help it heal. Um, A lot of omega 3s for the chronic aspect of the inflammation. Uh, Things like zinc, vitamin C, amino acids for recovery. And by all means, do not stretch it. You know, everybody, oh, my hamstring's sore. Oh, I got to stretch it. I got to stretch it. Well, it's torn. You keep stretching it, you're just pulling on it. Let it heal. Relax it. Don't stretch it for a good four to six weeks.
0: And he asked about dosing of the proteolytic enzymes. What what dosing kind of do you recommend there?
1: All right. So uh, popular uh, proteolytic enzyme down there would be like uh, uh, plantazyme, correct?
0: Yeah, plantazyme. Yep, by by. Uh, okay,
1: form. so yep, initial dosage on an empty stomach, eight plantazyme. Okay, then um, three to four times a day, four more on an empty stomach. So if you take them with food, they, they act as a digestive enzyme. If you take them away from food, then they become pro, anti-inflammatory.
0: And, and they work. And Kaz asked, what kind of dose uh, dosage enzyme for a sixteen-year-old post ACL surgery uh, have you have you used or? Would- Stay- so I've just lost you again. So I'm guessing Bob is saying the same while he unmutes and mutes. Yeah, still still can't hear. But yeah, around the same. So still not surgery, still not um, um stretching it, all those things that he just said.
1: Am I, am I on now?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, so post-surgery for myself and what I do for my clients is I have them – literally I would sneak in a baggie and I have my, my girlfriend sneak in a baggie of eight – Digest the proteolytic enzymes so as i'm on the recovery table fresh out of surgery when the doctor's not looking i take the aid immediately and then
0: we've lost we've lost bob again um what we might do is might wrap up thank you all so much for calling in thank you for your great questions obviously thank you bob for for your wisdom Sorry, next time break. that's okay next time <laughs> we do this i'll, I'll find a new problem uh, um, platform to make sure that we get the uh the audio. But as I said, this is uh this is a rarity. Normally this uh this platform is very, very stable and very, very good. It's actually the, the first time I've ever had an issue with it. But um, you know, we'll always go from strength to strength and just make things better. So thank you, Bob. Thank you everyone for calling in. Uh you know, I'd just like to take this time. We are running a muscle testing course. In August, as part of the muscle testing course, Bob we filmed in uh, what was it June, June 2016. He taught a private uh, course to my Wolfpack students, and um, that's a 22-hour course. So Bob is absolutely an uh, expert. He's absolutely a master at biochemistry, at you know muscle testing, supplementation, nutrition. You know, as part of that course, you can get access to it. Um so make sure you do it. You'll see some web links on this. Contact us at info at enterprisefitness.com.au if you're wanting to know more about the muscle testing course we're running at Enterprise teaching Bob Gill's awesome uh applied muscle testing technique, which he taught me. And I think I am probably his uh I'll say it cheekily, but I'm probably his best student now. Um he can't talk back to me, so he can't disagree. But I I think I'm I'm pretty safe in saying that. So uh yeah. But you also get the uh, the online content with uh, with Bob, which is 22 hours of absolute gold. So Bob, was there any any final thoughts that you wanted to add before I wrap up the call?
1: Actually, i new and just you know, for these people out there looking for information, just remember, like I said earlier, there is no one magic bullet for anything, and there's no one product that everybody should be on. And be careful, because remember, people. So,
0: I know that that final thought was just too much wisdom to contain in one audio file. So, the computer purposely just dropped out that last part because. You know the, you 're obviously the people at home weren 't ready for the wisdom bob you 're just overwhelming people mate what are, what are you doing people the, the The frequencies the audio of the truth that you speak just can 't be reached to the masses. It must be kept in the hands of the master if, if if everyone knew what you knew, their heads would be exploding, and you know would have to have uh, you know hundred foot bodies to contain the knowledge and wisdom that is Bob gill so. Thank you very much for your time. Um, I'll let you all go. Get back to your Wednesday afternoon, and I hope you have all enjoyed. Take care.